Testing, testing. Okay, yeah. It's gonna be like, hello. Okay. Bleh. Hello, listeners. Today I'm going to be inter- to be talking to Tim Averill, a teacher at Waring School. Hello, Tim. How are you today? Hi, Piper. I'm so glad you asked me to uh, join you uh, today. So I'm just gonna start off with, uh, what is your current faith slash religion that you practice? Well, right now, I would say that I am um, an agnostic who attends Temple B'nai Abraham in Beverly, Massachusetts. And the reason that I'm a member of that temple uh, and practice the Jewish faith with them has a lot to do with my family, because I married uh, a Jewish woman, uh, Lauren, my wife who passed away last year. And when we raised our children... Uh, we'd been through quite a, a series of different religions that we had tried out, but we returned to her Jewish faith. And I felt that when our kids came along, that we really wanted to give them a good, strong religious education so they would have something to rebel against when they became teenagers. Um, and I think it's really, really important for young people to be brought up in a tradition. I don't think it matters too much which one it is. But I think they need to be brought up in a tradition of worshiping something that's greater than themselves and something that gives them a moral framework. I agree. And the interesting thing oh, was that for my daughters, one of them is now very devoutly Jewish. My older daughter, Jennifer, she belongs to the same temple that I belong to right now. And she's uh, my grandson had a bar mitzvah and my granddaughter is about to have a bat mitzvah in a couple of years. My hmm. other daughter, Rebecca, is not uh, very religious, uh, and they go to a Unitarian church in Haverhill. That's cool. I, well, for my personal religious thing, I used to go to a Unitarian church for five years, but now it's kind of far away. And also, I agree with the thing about how, personally, our family didn't grow up very religious. And my sister, Annabelle, she started going, she was really good friends with Claire Ryan, Reinier, and would go and sometimes have like, uh, and had like dinner with them on Fridays, and she slowly got really interested in Judaism. And now, like now, she's trying to like. I think she wants to convert, and so we have like little Hanukkah things for her during like oh, the holidays. Great. Yeah, and I chose you for this piece because I thought your his like your story of your religion is very interesting. If you could like go into like your upbringing, like what what religion like you grew up like, what religion you grew up with, and like how sure. you branched I, out. I'd love I'd love to tell you that. Uh... I was born in 1947. Uh, My parents uh, had been uh, married for just about a year when I was born, so I was pretty quick after their anniversary. Uh, And uh, that means they wanted children. And when my father had been in the military, he was in the United States Navy during World War II, and he was in the South uh, Pacific, uh, and there were, you know, that's you know, they were constantly being uh, bombarded by kamikaze airplanes trying to destroy uh, their ship. And the best person on board that ship was a Catholic priest. And my dad hadn't been raised a Catholic when he was young, but he converted to Catholicism because the priest was so wonderful. And so he and my mom were married in a Catholic church, and they started out being Catholic. Um and so, as you can tell, I mean, I, they got married, and 11 months later, I was born. 
So you can tell they were following the Catholic religion of no birth control. Yeah. My brother, my brother Tom came uh, about another year later, and my brother Rick yet one more year later. So all of a sudden they had three kids, uh, and by the time I was six, they had my little sister uh, on the way, uh, my sister Libby. And so when they moved to Kansas, my dad was a medical doctor, a psychiatrist, and he moved to Kansas to get further advanced training. Uh, when they got to Kansas, they kind of looked at each other and said, well, we've got four children now, and we're not sure we can really be devout Catholics. That, that was and the same so, thing for my grandparents. <laughs> like, my grandma had six children until yep. they finally, the minute that birth control came out, like, then, like, they, like, left the Catholic Church and stopped going to church. And, like, my mom was the last born. She was number six. I just, that's so, I think it's really funny. Yeah, well, that's, that's the story in our case. So when we got to Topeka, Kansas, we joined the Congregational Church. Uh, and that's kind of United Church of Christ. It's a Protestant denomination. Uh, it's not as strict as uh, the Catholic Church. And actually, it's a fairly liberal church. And so I grew up uh, from the time I was six or seven all the way through high school. I went to the uh, youth services at the, uh, the uh, congregational church. Uh, I did uh, all of my religious training there. I went to Sunday school. Uh, but the coolest thing was I, I was also in Boy Scouts, and I, I qualified for an award that was called the God and Country Award. Um, and when I was getting my training for that, uh, my uh, minister, who was a really, really cool guy, said to me one time, he said, you know, uh, we are congregationalists, but he said, the most important thing in the world is not believing in the divinity of Christ. It's trying to do your life the way Christ would have wanted you to do it. And you don't have to believe that Jesus was born uh, of Mary by immaculate conception that uh, that uh, that he was the son of God. You don't really need to believe that. And I thought, well, that's pretty liberating. So when I got into college, like most college kids, I began to question the reality of God. <laughs> and so I spent a little bit of time uh, as an atheist, just basically feeling like, uh, that religion was a bunch of crap that led to people fighting with each other. Uh, and that most examples I had of organized religion were really of disorganized chaos and people doing terrible things to each other in the name of their God. So I was fairly atheistic during college, but I think I converted a, a little bit more to being agnostic, which means agnostic just means you don't deny the existence of God. You just say that you're not really sure um, and so, uh, when I met my wife to be, we kind of agreed that spirituality and believing in some other force was, uh, was important. And so as a kind of compromise, we joined the Unitarian Universalist church in, uh, Beverly. Uh, and the way you can tell a Unitarian Universalist is if people are walking down a road and there's a fork in the road, and one fork says, this is the path to God, and the other fork says, this is a path to a discussion about whether there might be a God. The Unitarians take that one. 
they take the one that discusses sort of what, what, what might there be. Yeah. So for a long time, we were members of the Unitarian Church, and we were with a lot of our somewhat agnostic friends. And we did feel a lot of sense of community. We believed that the church was to bring us all together, uh, to have fellowship with each other, uh, to support each other uh, as we went through life. And so then it wasn't until our daughters were born that we thought this takes us now full circle back to the, to the girls being born. We uh, started attending temple uh, and we brought the kids up in that tradition. And then after the girls uh, had their uh, bat mitzvahs, uh, we actually took a little bit of a break from religion and we would just kind of go to whatever service we wanted. So sometimes we'd go to a Catholic service. Sometimes we went back to the Unitarian church a few times we'd go back to the temple to see what was going on. And most Sunday mornings we slept in. You know, we basically, you know, weren't, weren't really what you would think were religious people. We were very community active. Uh, but uh, when our daughter Rebecca became sick with cancer, uh, the Jewish community was really, really uh, helpful. Like they did a lot to support us. And uh, then we got a new rabbi at Temple B'nai Abraham in Beverly, which is on the way uh, from Waring to my house on Lothrop Street. And the new, the new rabbi invited uh, me and Lauren to come back to Temple and see what we would think of it. And she is a real social activist. Uh, and so um, because she's been so strong and such a wonderful rabbi, uh, we rejoined the Temple as regular dues-paying members, and also our grandkids came along and needed to get a little bit of religious training. So once again, we tried to give them something to rebel against, uh, and so um, I actually support their family as well as my family uh, in Temple by making my contributions. So that's my fairly long story. That's a very interesting. What my one. religious background is I think. Other than the fact that I've never been a Confucius and I've never been a Buddhist uh, or a Muslim, um, I think that I've touched a lot of bases when it comes to religion. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure what I really believe other than that there are forces greater than I am. To and I do believe in morality. To follow up on, since you have been with like, have like experienced a lot of different religions and like the atmospheres. What do you think? Like, this is a this might sound weird, but like, what do you think the purpose of religions and like faith is for like people? Like, just is it like love or is it like why do people why is religion like something that so many people like go towards? It's kind of broad, but yeah. Well, I, I that's that's fine. I I think very broadly speaking, religion is important because it create creates a sense of community. It brings people together who agree on certain basic principles. Most of those principles are embodied no matter what religion you're in. There is usually a commandment to love thy neighbor as thyself. That is, to treat other people in the way that you would want to be treated. Uh, there's also, uh, I think, a belief that none of us is superior to anybody else. And so... We do believe in forgiveness when people do things that are wrong. Uh, 
And I think that uh, we believe in giving other people a break and trying to be understanding of the things that they're going through. We also all need to come together because we all need sympathy for various things that happen in our lives. Um, and so it means a lot to me that when my wife died last year, I was able to have a whole community of friends and also religious people who were willing to support me and knew that I had gone through a loss that was very severe uh, and that there were other people who had gone through loss and were willing to stand with me. And I mean, there are communities, there are lots of communities that I belong to. I belong to the community of wearing faculty and wearing students. And so that's an important community. Um, but a religious community also gives you guidelines for behavior that I think are important. Uh, even though I don't, um, I don't believe in every single rule and regulation. I don't believe in things that are little trappings of religion. Like I'm not really thinking it matters what order I light candles in. Uh, but I do think it matters uh, how I treat people. And I do try to treat people in a way that is just and fair as I understand it. You actually answered the next question I was going to ask about how do you think that you have to follow certain rituals part in your religion to be religious? And you just answered that one. So great job. You know, and it's really, really funny. I mean, in my family, I was brought up uh, essentially in a Christian church. And, uh, you know, I was really keen on Christmas and Christmas trees and stuff. But late, you know, in the last 20 years, I haven't really cared much about a Christmas tree. But my Jewish wife had to have one. <laughs> and we we celebrate everything. We celebrate Passover, we celebrate Yom Kippur, and we celebrate Hanukkah. And my grandkids get like Hanukkah presents as well as Christmas presents. We do it all because we think all that stuff is a lot of fun. Uh, we think it's, you know, Hanukkah and Christmas come at a time of the year when you really need to be kind of get a little bit of something bright in your life. And Passover and Easter are also really, really wonderful times. They're, they're the same tradition. It's a Judeo-Christian tradition. And to me, it doesn't matter which one you celebrate. And, and I think it's, it's great when you can, can celebrate what's good in a lot, of, a lot of things. Our Passover dinner has more non, non-Jews than it has Jews <laughs> because all of our friends love the idea of Passover and they like being part of it. Yeah. Since we're running out of like the time slot that they gave us, just to end, like to end up the last question, I guess I don't know how to word stuff, sure. but how has like this? You kind of touched on it earlier about how like the community really helped you and stuff during your loss, and I'm sorry about that. Just wanna. I know you are. Hearts. Um, how has religion really just influenced your life in total? Since you've seen so many, how is it? What's like, like the different communities and like how did this like you know, bleh? Well, I think I think religion is in some ways it's like law with law you have to obey it with religion you choose to obey it uh, and religion is something i use to try to figure out what my best self is and to try to stay with it and that doesn't mean that i always achieve that like sometimes i will I mean we have this thing we do every single week at uh, jewish temple uh, we essentially have a little confession where we talk about all the things we do that are wrong. 
and and um, we all say that we do things like we we talk we gossip behind other people's backs we say nasty things uh, we sometimes lie about something we've done um, there's there isn't really a law against lying um, I mean it is if you're in a court of law but so we're, what religion does is it, it takes the things I mean if we all just obeyed laws and that's all we did life wouldn't be really all that pleasant it's just restrictions of terrible things yes. but if if we follow the commandments of whatever religion and I I studied enough of them to know that they're not fundamentally different I think that there are more things that are similar about religions than there are differences I think there are some religions uh, that have gone off the deep end uh, and and are doing things to repress women for example and I that's against my my moral beliefs what what I'm saying there uh, but I try to follow I try to follow my own moral beliefs that are religious beliefs without condemning other people for having a different set of moral beliefs. Unless they get to the point where it involves, you know, hurting somebody else's life or doing doing something which is very negative. Like I don't think it's right to subjugate women or abuse them. Yeah. I think that's that's just wrong. It's not just religiously wrong. It's just plain wrong. It's just. But some religions allow that, so I have a disagreement. Yes, I don't believe in decata- decapit- uh, decapitation. Yeah, I don't believe you cut off somebody's head. That's yeah. right. Well, so that's that's kind of where I where I am. Uh, if someone asked me, you know, what's your religion right now? I'd say, well, I belong to a Jewish temple, and I'm kind of a uh, liberal Unitarian. A social justice advocate. Yeah. Thank you so much. You are an amazing talker. Like, Well, I, I love talking to you. Now, I, when I close this, I will be sending you an email with a link to this, and you should be able to see it. Okay? Okay, cool. Thank you. I'm just gonna... 